Hello everyone! Welcome back to Lorebeards. We're in an off day because this week has been a little a little crazy uh, for me and Nathan both, which we'll talk about in a bit. But uh, we're here. Um, also, just want to make a quick note that there will not be an episode on this upcoming Sunday, so don't look for that. This one's kind of a halfway between. Uh, we'll probably do a catch-up episode sometime next week as well, and then get back to on Sundays. But um, we hope you're all doing well. Um, goodness knows that things are kind of crazy right now. There's just a lot going on, I think, in everybody's lives. Uh, it's just that time of year or something. I don't know. Uh, Nathan, what's what's going on, dude? <laughs> what's what's happening? Not much. Not 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 no. Honestly, not much. Between technical issues and slamming my head onto the wall, uh, I think that's all I can really say. Technical issues and slamming my head into the wall. Uh, you know, fun times. Fun times. That's fun. Yeah. I um. Yeah. So. It, it's been kind of a... My sleep schedule is super screwed this week. It's been so awful. Um, and then on top of that, uh, I was pre prepping my lunch before we came live. Um, and I it's like I cut my thumb open, which was great. <laughs> it's a great start to today uh, after I went to, uh, went to the store. But... Um, yeah, it's been it's been kind of an interesting week of just uh I don't know, it's just been a hard week. There's been like really bad weather down in Texas, like tornadoes and stuff. So that's been super fun, you know, whenever the sky just decides that it's going to try and destroy kill you <laughs> everything you own. Um but um we're uh still alive. <laughs> Hanging in there, doing good. Um Today is going to be a little more disorganized than our usual thing, but that's okay. We'll manage. We'll get through it. Um, there's actually a surprising amount to talk about, uh, but I think... Nathan, do you, where would you like to start for today? Um, oh, we should I, do Tale of Two Gamers. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, should yeah, do we that should. first. All right. Uh, if you want to pull up the hashtag, I did see there's a good number of entries for today. Yeah, uh, if it decides to work. Once you've got that pulled up on latest, let me know and we will hop into it. I need a display capture. Oh, God. <laughs> so updating my drivers, if you can believe it or not, has deleted all my scenes on, on, on my streaming software. <laughs> <laughs> Today's just, today's just a hard day, isn't it? <laughs> it, it really is. It, it really, really is. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Are you good? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our first entry here is from Heoso6, and he's got blood for the blood god with... I can't remember if these are skull grinders or, uh, or I think they are. Rathmongers, Rathmongers. Or Rathmongers, that's right. That was yeah. the word. I was like, I can't remember. Like, there's blood warriors, skull grinders. It is, okay, Rathmongers. I actually really like these guys. First of all, the paint job's great. Paint job looks very, very nice. Um, second of all, I, I love big 
flail dudes. We didn't get a lot of these in fantasy. I think mainly because like they couldn't really do it with the way they designed the minis back then. Yeah. But uh, I just I just love big flails. There's something about yeah. them that's just so like just imagining just like whipping that stuff around your head and then slamming it into people is uh, so delightful, especially with those big bloody hammers. I think the only other flail units, or at least the more commonly used ones, were the Marauders, right? Uh, in tabletop, the only places you'd see flails were, like, Marauders, Plague Sensor Bearers, uh, Flagellants. Yeah. There were a couple, but they, they were very rare. Mm. Um... And the the flails that we had back in fantasy are itty bitty things. <laughs> they're they're tiny. Uh, these ones are like absolutely over the top, ludicrous, massive. But I love it. They look great. Yeah, they look really, really, really cool. But uh, the paint job looks great. Like the armor is like super clean and nice. The the blood turned out super well. The hammers look great. The skin looks great. Like. They look like they're bleeding through their pores, but it's not to the extent that you can't still like make out the details and everything. It looks absolutely fantastic, Kios. Well, I never realized that the guy on the left has mutated feet. He's got like a got like he's got claw feet instead of uh armor. I wonder if yeah, he's, same like, as uh what's his face though, as the character. Yeah, uh, I wonder if he's uh the unit champion. Good though. I'm assuming that the unit champion would be the guy in the middle, right? I mean, he looks like the unit champion, but I don't know. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> I, don't know. I honestly don't remember too many people using them during the end times, in all honesty. Oh, yeah, neither do I. I think they were too expensive for most people. Uh, yeah. Next up for Ray, we've got Thankful and Bone Ripper. Oh, I love this many. I love this many so much. That's really nice. It's such a damn gorgeous job. Went with the uh, warp fire braziers, which are, in my opinion, harder to paint than the uh, warp flame throwers, uh, yeah. because they've got those big fire trails coming off all of them. But it's just uh... oh, this is from Ray's friend, but still, just a fantastic paint job. I love the way uh, we've we've seen uh, Ray's mysterious friend um, posting a number of really, really cool pieces. Uh, they always look really great, and this one looks great. Uh, definitely a different, like, theming color. It's it's a lot more purple and red than the traditional Thankful and Bone Ripper, but I think it looks really, really nice. Yeah, I think uh, the traditional one has more blue, doesn't it? Yeah, and Thankful, t uh, I think traditionally has more of, like, grayish robes. Mm. Uh, but this turned out super-duper well, and I, I one detail I love on this mini is how he's got like the bruising around the like surgery scars, the yeah. like stitches where Bone Ripper on Bone Ripper's chest, which that's pretty hype. That looks great. Yeah, it looks really really cool. Honestly, I love the miniature. If it wasn't the fact that he was so overcosted in the end times, I would have feeled him a lot more. But like, damn, this this is so good. This is really really pretty. Yeah, he's very fun in uh, AOS right now. I wouldn't say he's like competitive uh necessarily I, well actually i think he's okay um but uh i had a ton of fun fighting him um i actually fought a thankful and screech vermin king uh duo build at um the austin grand tournament which was uh or no sorry the dallas grand tournament uh lone star which was a lot of fun and uh 
Thankful single-handedly evaporated some of my units. Nice. <laughs> All right, next up from Hanchi, we've got Hobgoblin Blood Bowl players for his Chaos Dwarf team. <laughs> oh, look, and he's got a he's got a Minotaur and a and a um Bull Centaur as well. That is absolutely fantastic. Contrast paint works very well for the Hobgoblin clothing. That is really nice. Yeah, it gives it that like really like it it looks like that proper amount of dirty. Yeah. Um, without being like super over the top. Uh, What's I, the uh the cloth color? Is that skeletal bone? Uh snake bite leather, maybe. One of the two. It's definitely it's contrast. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's just really nice. I quite like the color. Yeah, the uh, the green skin turned out very, very nice too. Mm, very bright, but like not too bright. It's nice. It's really, really nice. I think that's uh, is that orc flesh or is it that uh, warp fire flesh? Um, not warp fire flesh. Uh, warp flame or something like that. Oh god, I can't remember anything today. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, and it it man, it looks really nice with the rest of his team too. Like that that green. And yellow is such a nice pop next to the the bull centaur and the uh, the minotaur, while the blue still ties uh, blue and red still ties them all together. Just turned out really yeah. really nice. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's looking great, Hanchi. Keep it up. Next up, uh, we've got uh, Florian Noratio with a beast of Nurgle that is so gross. That's really nice. The uh the flesh tube hair turned out super duper good. So did the places where he used like the yellowish color. Got like a really nice natural slime texture to it. Man, that is a gross model. Yeah. That is so cool. It fits really well. I think the painting is really well done. Yep. Just lots of boils and pustules and cuts and, like and Beast of Nurgle, I love them conceptually, but god do I hate looking at them. They're just gross. <laughs> They're just massively gross. Blech. Moving on. Great job on that, uh, Florian. We've got Knight in Flames with Mornfang Cavalry. Oh my gosh, this looks amazing. Great. Yeah. It looks so good. And like the snow texture. That's just like on his shoulders and like the just the little raised areas and the base is stupid good. Oh that my gosh. Really... Question, since you uh you're more familiar with Age of Sigma, why are because I see this happening a lot, like it's not just uh players, it's it's GW too. Are like the ogres now frost or something? So, there are two kinds of ogre sub factions. So you have the gutbusters, which are like classic ogres. But that's only for like infantry and noblars. And then you have the Beast Claw Raiders, which the Beast Claw Raiders are all of the mounted ogres. And they are a frost themed race. And they also have the Yetis. So it's like Yetis, Thunder Tusks, and Mornfang Riders, and Stonehorns are their own sub faction. And they're all about that they're constantly being chased by what's known as the Everwinter, which is like a pseudo-sentient blizzard 
that is like forever hungry and chasing them around. Uh, so there are frost the they are the frost faction in Age of Sigmar. Right, that looks really really cool. I like the uh, I like the aesthetic and the fucking Mornfang looks epic. Like, yeah, the fur is so stupid good looking. It's not even funny. Yeah, and like the ogre's great. Like, God, Titan Flame stuff is just so nice to look at, and the base like ah, <laughs> it's just so nice. Yeah, that's uh, fucking cool. Great night. It looks great. Then... Uh, and then on from that, we have a a oh uh, oh a damsel. Uh, so we got it. We got a classic Bretonian damsel. Yeah, that is lovely. And that oh, magnetized looks too. great considering how old it is. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Very smart to hair. magnetize it too, because like you never know if you can use it in the other setting. Blonde hair looks so good on the damsels; it makes them pop really, really well. It does. Yeah, this looks great. Like I love, love that mini. Uh, love the damsel minis. I think you went with a really nice color scheme. It looks great. The hair, I do agree. The hair in particular turned out super. That's really, really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> that looks very, very nice, Vergoner. Submitting that we appreciate it. Uh, Juan Dugnak, uh, with his dragon dice tower. Nice. Oh my gosh, that looks like it took a while. <laughs> it looks like it took a hot minute. That's a really cool dice tower. Most of them are just like really, really simple, like plastic thingies. This one's basically a like almost like a diorama in and of itself. Yeah, like you can easily have that on your table as like a, a little bit of a display piece and then just use it. That's really cool. Yeah, not only does it look sexy, but it also functions. Mm. What a nice mix-up. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, I'm pretty sure... Yes, we already saw... We've done all this, yeah. So let me make sure there was no last... Okay, we got one we last a... entry from Baron Lloyd, who got in here some Plague Toads! Nice. And they are very slimy looking. He used some wet looking paint on <laughs> those Plague Toads. I do like the Plague Toads. I've, I've actually refinished... Um, <clears throat> I've just finished uh, propping mine onto their intended squares so I can actually start basing them like they're painted and all that. It's a, it's a unit which I've always admired. And they, they, these look fucking, like, grim, man. These look grim. I like it. Yeah, they look fantastic. Great job, Baron. Keep up the good work, and uh, congrats to you for having plate codes. Not the easy model to acquire these days. That's all. I think it's like, what? Um, last I saw on a reseller website, it was like 120 for three of them. So 40 pounds per model. Yeah, these guys. Gabby. Fuck yeah. All right, so before we hop off of Twitter... Um, there is something that has been revealed on Twitter that I think is worth chatting about. Yeah. Uh, which is, well, actually, there's two things on Twitter worth chatting about. But the first um, is that Dark Tide has a release date. It's yeah. coming. It's finally happening. Oh, my God. Spam Sep your, <laughs> spam your it's happening memes wherever they may be. September. September 13th. Fucking hell, that should be... Uh... That should be quite cool. I've been looking forward to it. Like, 
it's just I can't believe it's finally happening. I know, like it, it's kind of one of those things that uh, you know it had its fair number of delays. Uh, I think one major, one or two uh, delays, but uh, kind of haven't heard about it in a hot while. So it's just sort yeah. of like, is it? Still happening and now they're just like ah they're really state <laughs> like they didn't even wait for a uh i expected them to wait for some kind of event you know um or a con and instead they're just like nope there you go <laughs> so uh if you're excited for dark tide uh it's going to be coming out on xbox and pc on se september 13th and you can already wish list it on our soap mind and for anyone who's like what the hell is dark tide uh it is the 40k Vermintide game. Yeah. So exact same developers, very similar style, but with 40k characters and 40k weapons and 40k enemies, etc. Which means uh, if you didn't like Vermintide too much because it was too centered on melee, this is all guns, mostly. Yeah, th this one is uh, presumably going to be much heavy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I hope yeah, they do skins and stuff, man. I hope they do skins. Uh, th like, there's no way they won't like that's the only way they can accurately like that's the only way they're going to be able to monetize it you know <laughs> yeah. like what, what else are they going to do it's just there's so many options plus uh like i'd love to see if you could get like a skin for like steel legion and stuff like that because that, that like well what, what were they called career paths instead uh yeah so yeah career paths are the different subclasses mm. um and then uh <laughs> You know there are skins on top of that, which I'm I'm curious how they're gonna handle careers in this game, because like I don't know how many different skins you or careers you could do with an ogren. You know, hmm. a few different types of ogren. So, guessing different weapon types. I'm just hoping that there's a they're, they're just gonna go full meme and give us a deathcore Krieg, and we can just beat people to death with a shovel. Oh yeah, there's gotta be a. I would be shocked if one of the characters doesn't have a deathcore skin or weapon set. That'd be hilarious. Mm. Like, how can you like? Come on, give... the shovel is truly the greatest weapon of the 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 forty first millennium. <laughs> it is. It is. Why do you need? Why why have a las cannon when you can have a shovel? Yeah. All right. So that's great. And then, of course, there was one other big announcement that I saw you did, and God forbid, where is it? There it is. Um. So. And I'm not going to leave my screen up on this. I'm going to go back to my face. Um, patch 1.1 is coming. Uh, it has been officially announced for Total War Warhammer 3. It'll be coming out on April 5th? Um. Yes, April 5th. Um, which is super exciting. We don't know everything that's in it yet. But I'm sure that information will be coming out uh, probably this upcoming week as, you know, it's coming out in five days. <laughs> Their post says that the patch notes will be av available on the day of deployment. Okay, well, there you go. And uh, that's going to be super awesome because I, I, uh, I finally finished my review of Warhammer 3 and it's being edited right now. So it's like, great, I can't wait to put this out and it'll be immediately invalidated within two days. But that's on me. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I'm excited. It, I this is gonna be uh hopefully it's gonna be a big patch and it'll have like we we've of course seen hints of some of the fixes that are coming, uh which yeah. we talked about uh last last episode of Lorebeards. 
Yeah. But, um, yeah, exciting times, man. Exciting times. Yeah, I just, I'm just glad that we finally have a date. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we've been waiting. It's good that we finally, finally know. And the changes did seem, you know, the stuff that they put out on a blog, what was it, two weeks ago? Three uh, weeks ago? A week and a half. Two, yeah, my timing is very thrown off at the moment. I, I, I uh, <laughs> you know. Me but too. Like, hey, hey, you're preaching to the choir, man. I haven't been up during daytime till today. So <laughs> I've been purely yeah. nocturnal for like the last four or five days. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it seems positive. So hopefully we get more information soon. I'd love it if they started hinting more, but I guess they're just waiting until the time is right. And at least we know there's a date. At least we know there's a patch coming, which, to be honest, is like just the thing that scared me. So that's that's great news. Yeah, and took just a little bit over a month. So uh, about a month and a week or a month and two ish. Um, but uh, overall, uh, I'm really excited to see everything that's going to be in it. Obviously, it's kind of like I I think it's what we've seen so far on its own is going to be huge. But I imagine there will be much more. Um, and uh, obviously, we will delve into that super hardcore after that happens. Um, seeing as it's in five days, it's going to be out on Friday. So, oh, God, it's the end of the month already. Yeah, today's the 31st. So it'll oh. be out in five days from right now. <laughs> so uh, five, five days from today, and we all will have patch 1.1 in our, in our laps. It's, 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 this year is going way too quickly for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm having I'm having a similar issue. I I like I I I like time passing cuz you know things happen but at the same time like <laughs> I could I would appreciate it slow down a little bit. But um yeah, I I I genuinely deeply cannot wait uh to get my hands on the patch, really get to mess around with it and see everything. Uh and hopefully it's what a lot of people are waiting for cuz I I know there are tons of people who are just kind of waiting uh, for the game to get a major update before they come back to it. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll see. It's not too long now. I'm actually quite surprised. For some reason, I thought it was the 27th today. Uh, nope, just... it is the 31st. <laughs> I really hope I haven't forgotten anything important. I don't know what's going on with me today. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, good news, good news. Um then, which kind of ties up, I guess, because we did have a question on Twitter for from on the Lawbeard section. Oh yeah, from um, uh, dudes. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Geeks with Shields. Yes, Geeks with Shields. Great podcast. Nice guys. Uh, so they asked question for Lawbeards. Uh, were we spoiled by the Mortal Empires campaign? Uh, because I see so many fans frothing at the mouth for Immortal Empires and treating Warhammer 3 as the expensive DLC for the FLC. And it got me wondering, what would it be like if every game was purely standalone? Would we treat these games differently if there wasn't a separate campaign everyone spent so much time bemoaning its absence? I just feel like the community misses the labor that went into the campaigns of Warhammer 3 because they just want to play as the Empire for the 200th time. Nathan, what are your thoughts? 
So I don't think we were spoiled by it because at the end of the day, um, the way the way I'm interpreting the question, like if every game was purely standalone, that means that we wouldn't really have like Empire versus uh, Skaven or Dark Elves versus Dwarves or something, you know? Yeah, well, um, I, so I think he's asking, do, do you think that the anticipation of Immortal Empires hurts the standalone experience? For each game. No, I don't think so. I think uh, there's obviously a bias towards uh, Immortal Empires, mainly because people want to just play with everything. Uh, and I, I understand that. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm more excited about Immortal Empires than most things, because... You know, it's just having the option to have everything. Oh, who is it? I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's, let's be honest, but... Yeah, so I, I think it's just the case of, like... Because um, the series has been building up. This is uh, one of these things with Total War that obviously it's a gradual build with adding different races and factions. Uh, now that we're just seeing, oh, uh, we've seen this uh, prototype map, as they call it, and now everyone's like, ooh, I can't wait to play that. I think that was kind of the end goal for everyone in the sense, like the player base just wanted a world map uh, to be able to do well, fuckery all over the place in a sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and what I would add on is that while I, I could see where the question is coming from, because I, I sympathize in that it, it can be frustrating to like look around and see just what you feel like is just like endless negativity about something that for a lot of people is a pretty fun experience. But what I what I would add is that the thing is is that like Warhammer 3 even as a standalone experience, I like if if Immortal Empires just didn't exist, right? Like let's pretend Warhammer 3 was the first Warhammer Total War Warhammer game and it released exactly like it did and we did not know that Immortal Empires is like a thing yet or like it was like a distant dream or whatever. We hadn't had experiences with mortal empires yet i still think the reaction would have been pretty similar um because the 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 issues that i think a lot of people got upset with in the game don't really have to do with mortal empires that much in my opinion yeah. um a lot of the issues i think had to do with like various dev design flaws that the game had itself in that like the race for the souls would be just as frustrating to someone who would just like this was their first Warhammer game, but their experience with Total War, I think it would have been just as frustrating um, as it has been for people that are like, hey, I just kind of want to build an empire and I keep getting like interrupted by this side thing. Yeah. Um, and like if I don't pay attention to it, it like just forces me to lose. And like the chaos rifts, like the chaos rifts are just annoying. Like I, I really enjoy the Warhammer Three campaign, and even I find the chaos rifts really annoying, especially like after like you get the third Demon Prince Soul or the, um, or like around that ballpark. Yeah. Um, like the game still had a lot of issues, and I, I think that contributes more. Now, do I think? How do I say this? I think that perhaps Mortal Empire or the desire for Immortal Empires may have like uh, accelerated or made some of these flaws more obvious than they would have been otherwise. But 
I don't think its absence would have made us oblivious to them. Yeah. I think I think that's the way I want to put it. Yeah, no, I, I get you there. I'd say that um, people, especially Total War fans, because we have to keep in mind that this game uh, is marketed to two different people, right? It's marketed to Total War fans and it's marketed to Warhammer fans, right? Um, Total War fans in general will want the sandbox experience. So if we would have had like a sandbox option for the Realm of Chaos map, I think people would have been a bit more happier uh, because it allows for the sandbox. It allows for a traditional Total War in a sense. Obviously not true traditional because it's not a historical style, but you know what I mean. Just sit down with a, with a drink and play. Um, like I said, I, I, and I've said it before, I like the campaign. Uh, I like the story and all that. But the fact of having to replay the story, uh, it, for me, is not Total War. I, I still think that it's a decent campaign, but like from what I wanted is like, because obviously Warhammer 1 had no story, right? Well, it had a story, but it wasn't really a story. Yeah, story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was basically essentially just like copy pasting from the Artilla story, right? From Total War Artilla. Eventually the, the Huns arrive, blah, blah, blah. And that's what happens. And that's what happened in Warhammer 1. We had the, the Chaos Invasion and that's it. Whereas uh, Warhammer 2, I feel like Warhammer 2 was a bit more bearable. Uh, I always found Warhammer 2 a bit more bearable, especially when comparing it to Warhammer 3's campaign. But the Mortal Empires was the big goal for me because it was like, damn, this is a big map. Yeah, and, and now, I mean, it's, it's one of the core like advertisements of the series. Like, even with Warhammer 1, they were like, it's going to be a trilogy. Yeah. And now uh, we're looking at Warhammer 3, and I'm enjoying... Um, the stuff like I'll be very honest with you. I modded out the campaign, uh, just so I can play sandbox. Yeah, and I find fine. it far more enjoyable. Uh, but it allows me to just play around and all that. What I want to see is just I I want in Mortal Empires because I want to be able to play with everything. I'll be I'll be very honest. I'm missing certain factions, and I, I bet you are too. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> um. So. Like, I want to be able to, to play with the vampire counts. Even with this... Uh, so that, that's, that's my thing. I want, to, I want to actually not get bogged down to the same races because right now they have the same... They don't have different legendary lords, so we're not really playing different stuff. Eventually, it just gets kind of boring replaying and replaying and replaying. Whereas having all the options, that's why I, I think so many people want Immortal Empires ASAP. And... It's, it's it's a bit of a weird thing. It is it is because I un I understand and I am completely with the player base here. I think Realm of Chaos could be a little bit better, but if it was a standalone, I I think the only way where it's like the only way I could have seen Warhammer Three, at, like avoiding some of that, um negative feelings it kind of generated by being such a drastic shift would have to be like it'd have to like not be part of the total war series in like some alternate universe right like it'd have to be like the first of its kind yeah. and uh then yeah some of those like design things probably would have been notably less obvious but i still think that like like the game lends itself so hard to empire building and the Demon Prince race, just as it currently functions, which 1.1, patch 1.1 is going to address a lot of these issues, 
just the way it currently functions it just it it punishes you for like trying to engage in like the game's core system which is just a little yeah and i think that would be obvious no matter what had happened around yeah i mean empire building is is total war right it's very um it's been changed around when it comes to like loads of different things. Obviously, the beastmen don't empire build, right? Uh, the what else? Not so much, really. I guess because obviously you just take the magical forest and all that. But that's fine for a few different races. But it kind of feels like you're stuck without empire building. And I, I want to build a big empire, man. I, I want to look. You know what I want? Like the first thing I'm going to do when eventually we get immortal empires is I'm going to play as Nakari or hopefully another Saneshi Lord if we get a DLC by that point. And uh, I'm going to paint the map pink, man. Just hot pink. You know, yeah, that's what I want to do. Full hot pink. Hey, I think that's an admiral goal for any human to paint the world pink. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I think that pretty much answers that. So uh, on to uh, some other news. Uh, Adepticon happened, um, which was actually surprisingly good overall i think um i don't know how you felt about it but i i thought it was actually a pretty nice show um <laughs> do you want to talk about the big thing that happened uh, i have very conflicting things about uh adapticon uh okay spill that spill the tea <laughs> oh, i'm curious let's go down the reveals let me just open up while i'm a community uh I love that uh, apparently resetting the program has reset everything else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, I'm having one of those days. Um, okay. Because there's some stuff which is exciting for us as Warhammer Fantasy fans, like really exciting about, uh, like, like a lot of stuff has promise. Did they not do like a, this is all the reveals post or am I just they, stupid? They, they did, but it's been a bit here. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up, but like, feel free to just like pick some random thing and talk about it and I'll dig it up. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's... how long ago was Adepticon? Was it last week, right? It's the 26th, wasn't it? Or was okay, it 26th? So they reveal, uh, okay. Oh, here they are. Here they are. Here they are. It's, uh, just scroll down a little bit. They've got the hello. No, stop playing the Twitch pre-play. Today's <laughs> <laughs> just not my day. Uh, okay, right. So we'll go. We'll go uh, via the order, right? Because some stuff is super cool. I mean, Necromunda Ash Waste looks fucking awesome. Like I am ah, so I love hyped the big bugs. The bugs look cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fleas—they just look super. Super nice. The terrain looks cool. It's kind of Star Wars-y. Um, it kind of gives you like a... It, it's just really interesting to see what they're planning with Necromunda, especially since I have a feeling that it was, it's not been doing so well lately because a lot of people in my circle don't play. I have no idea how it's doing globally. I mean, I. it's kind of one of those games where I think if you're not super into it, you're just going to have like no idea how it's doing. Kind of, it's very niche. Yeah. However, the the good thing to talk about this is the fact that if it's not doing so well, GW didn't do the usual GW and just go, go, go away. Yeah, throw, you know? throw it in the trash. Exactly. Now they're actually thinking, 
oh, how can we update this? How can we make this better? And I, I just, I love the terrain. It looks silly, but in a fun way, man. No, it's it's just really cool like to see terrain. Necromunda getting out of the, like, the underhive, you know, city crap. Yeah. I mean, I love the fleas. I think the fleas are funny. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we're starting to see more, like, interesting, like, critters and stuff. Because Necromunda, like, uh, I, I always felt that it was so, I just, to me, it was, like, too many, too many, too many people. I need more crazy things. Yeah. No, I, I think it's, uh... Like, I, I'd be interested to play. They've got new types of dice, too, and apparently there's going to be new vehicle rules and all that, so it's going to be... It's going to give you incentive to use some stuff. I hope that this means that we can just play around and import some, like... Because essentially what this looks like to me is kind of like... I don't know. It's become a meme a lot in the forums, like Gorkamoka, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And I would love that, right? If this is, like, inspired by Gorkamoka, I, I will give GW praise for it, like... Well done. We're going to have to wait and see, but it looks fun. I think it looks cool. Yep, and it's not Space Marines, so I, I give them full applause for doing exactly, something different. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I know that's so hard for them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, next we had the uh, Underhive and the, sorry, Underworld stuff, Harrow Deep. Yes, which I, I'm super excited for this Warband. Um, Exile Dead, like, we, because I. In my brain, I thought we had really gotten all of the death warbands. Um, and then they're like, hey, look, uh, it's a zombie and necromancer warband. But the necromancer is this creepy guy who, like, doesn't have, like, like his face is just, like, flesh. <laughs> and he's been augmenting his zombies with, like, electricity power. And, like, sewing them together with different body bits like i i just think it's super cool like it's got a really nice theme to it of just zombie skeleton necromancer team instead yeah. of because the other death war bands like we got the osiric bone reaper war band we've got the vampire war band we've got the the all skeleton war band and we've got the uh um actually wait no that's not a great guard it's literally just a zombie but he has armor oh so yeah so it's a pure zombie uh, warband with a necromancer and the zombies have like Frankenstein inspired electricity stuff going on. My dude looks really interesting. I don't want to put a tinfoil hat on, but I'm just saying, does that not look kind of interesting? Which like guy? The shield, uh, the one with the shield, the halberd, and the very interesting looking helmet. Yeah, well, like that armor yeah, is what... very. What's, you know? what's weird about him is he looks almost identical as far as like the way his armor is designed to the grave guard or the skeleton guys from the Ulfenkarn set, except he's a zombie, not a skeleton. Mm. But I will say I love the idea of like elite modified zombies. Cause like one of my favorite things from uh Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Second Edition when it came to Undead, and something that I would love to see represented in Total War. Uh, by like taking Throt system but altering it a bit is that if you had a Necrot character specifically there were rules in the roleplay for you to like hit bash your own undead creatures by like using necromancy and surgery to like combine different pieces of different creatures together 
like mm. the example they give um was a spider ogre <laughs> which is like a it's literally a gigantic spider it's like imagine a centaur but the upper body is literally an undead ogre and the lower body is a gigantic spider not a giant mm. spider a gigantic spider which is another class up <laughs> like it is terrifying um and that's what like the abyssal terror was the abyssal terror was like the griffin tier mount for the vampire counts mm. um yeah. and it was basically like um amalgamate so it was usually like the body of a griffin with the tail of a wyvern with the head of a something with the wings of a something like it was like all these different horrible creatures combined together mm. um and I really feel like this caught that theme out very nicely. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this warband, and I, I hope we get to see this kind of theme show up in some sort of death army. At some point. I'm just saying, the helmet to me looks kind of Eastern style. Just saying. For like, oh, are, are you, are you going, are you, go, are, are you taking the jade vampire angle? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> No, no. Uh, just try to Google this type of helmet. Like, what, what, what culture are you thinking this, this zombie boy is from? Search uh, Ottoman helmets. Like, does that not give you that vibe? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it fits the vibe. So, what I'm saying is... Either equipment stolen from the Chaos Dwarfs, whatever they end up being, <laughs> or with the whole Ottoman vibe and so on, around that style, zombie Araby. Zombie Araby? Oh my lord. I'm not, st I'm not stopping with this. I'm telling you. Man, I don't I know. That's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slot that, like, like, if I think the possibility of Fishman is like here, I'm going to put that like, right around here <laughs> just another just another shelf down i have to clear off some dust and make space on a new shelf for zombie araby <laughs> i'm just saying right the helmet the shield design possible that's hilarious i love that Zeraby. <laughs> Zeraby. i'll die on that hill we will get them eventually i will die on that hill i mean i i wouldn't be against it uh, <laughs> I I could see a necromancer in Araby. I mean, that's there's a ton of famous necromancers from Araby. Exactly. Um, uh, okay, so uh, yeah, so Harrow Deep new warbands coming out. Uh, then we've got Chaos Knights got announced, which is I'm so happy about that. Holy crap! I am so happy about this. You have no fucking idea. Oh, they look so good. Wait, let me. Put they them do. On I really like the one that has like the dog face, like the hound face. So pretty. The thing is, like, um, a lot of the uh, Chaos Knights were just like, you know, you use so the this, kit it, from Explain the me, is this, is this a big deal? And if so, why is this a big deal? Because we're not stuck using the stupid Loyalist kits all the time. Now we actually have, like, some more stylized stuff. I mean, look at it. It's okay, so, so these cool. are these are the first, like, actual Chaos Knight minis? No, we have Chaos Knight minis, but these are just, like, now we've got a bit more oomph right like i'm looking at them i'm like holy crap i can't wait to buy these and like i might even pay these uh, paint these day one wow okay they just, just look so cool i mean look at that big boy there what they do you froze cool. me off 
The only like, what the, throws me off is the vultures. The the vultures actually crack me up a good bit. Like I I don't know. It gives it, it gives it like a really fun like like oh it's covered in carrion so it's followed around by like horrible little bird monsters. Hmm. But um the thing that throws me off are the tusks on the big one. To me, I don't know why, but the tusks to me, like, I think I would take those off. Because when I look at them, they just look super silly to me on, on that thing's face. Yeah, I honestly do. I hope we get different head options, though. I think there was. I, I believe there are. I know I've seen different head options for the small one. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, I, I want to... They, they look so nice. I am just so happy. With, with these things, like, Chaos deserves love in 40k. Believe me. Yeah. yeah. Like, they did that announcement straight after going, oh, by the way, two wounds are coming for Chaos Space. Oh, that, dude, that was so ah. funny. Like, literally yeah. at the very end of the show, they were like, all right, we're done. And then there was the, there was this literally this super cheeky trailer where they're like, all right, two wounds, space, Chaos Space Marines, here you go. Shut up now. <laughs> Thing is, it could have been just fixed up with a freaking FAQ, right? Oh, uh, yeah. And a lot of Chaos fans, myself included, just didn't want to play. Uh, until that happened uh but like it, it's nice to see chaos getting some love especially with the knights like i know a lot of people got thrown out because actually uh funny enough uh you know because all, all, they always do these rumor engine things right a lot of people thought like oh some new osirai bone reapers you know osirak uh, bone reapers or whatever they're called or maybe uh oh from hinting. like yeah there's like a few bone things i could see but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like the uh, the tusks, I know some people were thinking about new models for the ogres and all that. Uh, well, because that's been good with there. these like chaos knights. Chaos knights, I know, have been on people's wish list. Years. Oh no, yeah, a long, long time. But obviously, within that same announcement, they had to. Uh, oh, by the way, you know, new codex is like yay, and also one for loyalists too. Yeah, I that's don't care about might those. as well <laughs> just, yeah. just get them out, both out of here. Whatever, go. Um, but yeah. It's, that's yeah, that's an exciting time for 40k players. Like that's a that's definitely a faction. And the the trailer for it was genius, where it really seemed like it was a loyalist um, uh, imperial knights trailer, and then it just flips and it's like, whoa, <laughs> oh my god, it's chaos. Yeah, um, they did a really good job with that. Yeah, and it's just I I just can't wait to buy these models. Did they release on a, a release date yet for that or not? Not yet. Um, but it, I, it can't be far. They've been releasing stuff fast lately. Um, yeah. Like, I, I guess they must have gotten whatever issue they were having sorted out because they've been like, we've been dealing with like really just like get a new release like every two to three weeks. And now they're practically doing like every week is like, boom, big stuff, boom, big stuff, boom, big stuff, boom, big stuff. And it's like, whoa, Jesus, slow down. <laughs> I think the, uh, the main thing was that they said, uh, that they're trying to catch up with, um, with like everything that, because a lot of stuff got delayed due to you know working from home and so on. Yeah, well, and based on the, I I had heard a rumor that they were having issues with like printing, so like mm. wherever they get their books printed from, they were having some kind of issue where they like couldn't get their books where they needed them to be, and they didn't want to like, of course, GW didn't just want to release the digital copies and move forward with like the minis. Because they print yeah. the minis at home, so like they have an easier time with those because they make them themselves. But I don't yeah. think they make the books at home. I think they get those from somewhere else. Uh, hmm. So apparently they had run into some kind of issue, but I guess it's sorted now. Yeah. Next then, 
Oh, this one's really exciting. What? This yes. was such a pleasant surprise. The yeah. Norskins. Oh, and they look great. They look so good. They do. And it's not like binging them on Chaos. This is Norskins. Yeah, and the, the, the Wolfmen look awesome. And they're, they're uh, Lady Norskins, too, which is great. They got, like, Valkyries um, yeah. on their team. I yeah, I, forgot I think, about the most I think actually, level. I think the passer. Oh no! Okay, so there's like there's two passers that are ladies, but it looks mm. like also one of the like blitzer brawler people is a woman as well. Yeah, you forgot about the most important model though. The mod models, the, the beer pigs. <laughs> beer pigs. <laughs> beer pigs. How, how cute are they? Come on, the man. thing like... I don't understand is like. Are those supposed to go on the pitch? <laughs> like, are they like actual parts of the team? Or are they like little mascot models you get in the box that like you put off to the side? Aren't they supposed to be the ball or something? Well, like, no, they, they, they got little kegs on them. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe you could use them as the ball? I don't know, but you get two of them. So like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're supposed to represent. But, um... So cute, man. <laughs> they they are adorable, and uh, the uh, the Vikings like they they just look great. Like it just looks like just pure distilled Norska, yeah. Um, and just like super fun. Like some of the some of them have like freaking beer steins in their hand. Other ones have like these horrifying, like bladed axe punch things. <laughs> like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a it's like a, it's like a, uh, iron knuckle. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's like in the shape of an axe head. <laughs> and it's got spikes, which is like, good lord. Mm. Um, and yeah, they've got so the, they've cool. got the wolfman too. Um, yeah. It's super fun. So what do you think? Um, cause obviously we haven't seen, uh, Norska represented as, or mentioned as Norska for a long, long time, right? Do you think uh, because of this, maybe in Old World, Norska army book? Uh, I could see it. I mean, just, just based on the fact that they got approval from Games Workshop to make Norska its own, like, separate race mm. in the war, like, I would not be shocked at all to see mm. Norska be its own thing. Especially especially because, like, in, um, in one of the, I think it's the Kislev map for Warhammer the Old World, like, you just see all the Norska tribes like yeah mentioned um so i i wouldn't be shocked honestly if norska got its own thing because i think it would be nice to see norska represented as a culture and then you can kind of just have the warriors of chaos are more like kurgan and stuff as they come down um that that, that could be really nice and make yeah. like norska like it always felt like the warriors of chaos book was almost a little too stuffed but i don't know we'll have to see how how they decide to do it yeah i, I think it's it's doable especially now that they're showing the um what were the uh because they, they they had a special name um wolfkin weren't they which ones like the dudes that have a few mutations that look like uh they're not really skin wolves oh, but they're close yeah enough. they they have a they have a specific name that's like not english <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like old something yeah because they are in law I, I know some people ask me about 
uh, the ones in the Blood Bowl team was like, no, 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 they're in law. It's just like yeah, they, they exist. Sentence. It's just like it's like fairly minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Yeti is still a thing, guys. It's just that the all of the big, most of the big guys are produced by Forge World, whereas mm. like all the little guys are produced by James Work James Games Workshop. Uh, not always though. Like um, I think you can get like the troll and the ogre and like one or two others from in plastic from games workshop but some of them you have to get from forge world i don't know if they're plastic or not but like the croxagor is forge world only you can't buy it from a gw you have to buy it from forge world uh, yeah. and the yeti is probably gonna be the same yeah which is uh <clears throat> it's expected like, like wasn't the, the 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 rumor or did they outright say it once that uh Forge World was going to be for specialist stuff constantly, even specialist games eventually, and all that. Maybe I don't know what. I don't know what's going on. With Forge World. I like. I don't even like to try and guess because it's so washy, uh, especially yeah. with Horse Heresy and everything. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, a bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, I have no idea. Um, uh, moving nice. on, Age of Sigmar. We got the Thundia set, which I am super excited about. I am very, very excited for this. Um, so not only does it come with the new Season of War book, which is an actual book, instead of just being part of the... Because uh, uh, the, the old... Our, this is our second Season of War, granted. They only just started this. But the first Season of War was literally just part of our... Essentially the core rulebook. Or the uh, the um, like like a battle pack um, for the last year, but uh, Thondia is a standalone book that looks super duper nice and has lore, which I'm super excited about, and of course all the updated rules and stuff. And we're getting a bunch of new minis. Um, most of them are terrain, but one of them is I think an incredibly sexy looking mini, which is the uh, incarnate spirit of the Kronspine Incarnate of Gur, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous model. I love this model. And it's available to every single faction in the game. Anybody can take it, um, which I think is so exciting, especially for someone like me. Like, I play Nighthawk. My army doesn't have monsters, unless I want to take a Morngold, but it's like not technically, it's like sort of part of my army, but not really. But for armies that like don't have monsters or maybe don't have a great monster, this monster is going to be super kick-ass. Um, especially because monsters are so important when fighting in the Realm of Beasts. And it's, it's just a badass-looking mini. Like, especially, like, dude, imagine kit-bashing this into, like, a zombie dragon. Not that the zombie dragon kit is bad by any means, but, like, you could make a, you could make a bitchin' kit-bash using this thing. I'm curious as to what they want to do. Obviously, we'll probably find out in the book or when they start doing more teasers and so on. So, the... Elemental Winds Incarnate stuff is coming back then, right? It's that seems to be the case. Yes, this is a redesign of the Incarnate of Beasts, which has a had a Forge World model, no longer does, yeah, out of production. Yeah, and finding them is very, very difficult, very expensive. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right. the we had rules for the Incarnate of Fire, the Incarnate of Beasts, the Incarnate of Death. Um, we only got a model, though, for the Incarnate of Beasts. Never got a mini for Fire or Death. I think. Uh, they previewed Fire, didn't they? But, like, it just never got released. It was never for sale. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it looks cool. Um, a bit different to what I would imagine because he doesn't really look like a beast to me. He looks like uh, bones. Well, it it it. So it it's more about like the AOS philosophy of like the way Realmstone appears in the realm of beasts, which is um the 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 realm of beasts Realmstone literally shows up as like bones, like it's giant monster bones that have like instead of bone marrow they have this they have the amber realm stone inside of them um, right. so that's that's what it's heavily alluding to hmm. i mean it looks cool uh a bit different to 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 my liking i would have loved it they would have re uh reissued the old elemental incarnate and just like being like you know one day only well you know it's gw one day only half an hour only uh <laughs> <laughs> I would, but, uh, I, would be, I would be thrilled to get a reprint of the old one. Because, I mean, I do think the old one was, like, I feel like the old one had the identity of, like, the Wind of Beasts much better. This one is great to represent the Realm of Beasts in Age yeah. of Sigmar. But, like, it, you know, if you were to come to me and be like, hey, pick one of these incarnate elementals of beasts to be represented in fantasy, I would go with the old one. Because it, it felt more like it was representing the lore as a whole because it was like, yeah, it, had, it still had like a skeletal head, but you know, it had like all these, it had like many different monster components while still being like vaguely humanoid and also had that creepy ass, like super fucking creepy uh, skull head. Very reminiscent of like stag helmets and stuff, which are you know, very traditional in Warhammer fantasy for like beast gods and hunters. Yeah. Yeah. This 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 version definitely leans much heavier on its AOS influence. Um, yeah, but I, I for AOS, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I uh, I can't wait to see what they do with the others. Uh, especially since like we we had artwork, like really bad artwork, but that's it. Because uh, <laughs> the, the the elemental of death looks cool. It was like the two twin dragon heads. Yeah, it's and great. I love I love the elemental of death. Mm. I, I i liked all three of them that we got i was always super sad we never got to see the other five yeah but, um i i really hope this means games workshop is going to be releasing all eight um because like just just to have a design would be uh moving on a fairly brief one and i'm one of the very few people that cares about it we got all rock the drowner which i am so excited about this many <laughs> I I'm a night haunt player and he's a night haunt special character. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> I am I am all in. And his lore is hilarious. Like he is literally probably the dumbest character in the entire night haunt book and I'm so here for it. And that they're like, "Yes, there was a ferryman who <laughs> worked on a river and people would pay him and he would take them across the river and then drown them." Why? <laughs> <laughs> like there's it's such a stupid story and getting the gas is just like i like this guy he's got good business sense <laughs> and it's just like what a stupid background but i don't know why that endears him to me much more because he has a stupid background um i feel like he's gonna be the treach craven tale of the night haunt special characters and i'm so i'm so ready for it <laughs> i'm so so ready for it uh but he he's a great a cool mini, mini. Yeah. Beautiful mini. Hmm. Looks like it's going to be an absolute bitch to put together in paint. 
usually is nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, well, especially night haunts. They're so it's so wispy, dude. Mm. <laughs> Everything's just like very like ethereal and um. But man, yeah, I'm super excited. Man, I don't, mm. I don't, I'm kind of stressed about it because like I really like to run special characters in my army, and with this guy, night haunt are gonna have four freaking special characters. Um. So like I don't know I don't know if I even want to try to make a list that has all four of them because I feel like it's gonna be garbage. <laughs> yeah. You still got fun factor though. That's true. That's true. But uh, we do have a new book coming up. Mm. All right, on to what Games Workshop considered the biggest reveal. This is kind of important. I mean, not just for uh. Horus Heresy fans, but for us, but let's let's jump into the Horus Heresy stuff. Uh, first up, obviously, we're getting a new edition for Horus Heresy, which what feels like three thousand years later, because uh, holy crap, uh, they just keep releasing new miniatures but no new rule sets. But now it looks like a full new edition for Horus Heresy. Loads of people are very excited about. I uh, I at first was very angry. Um, I must admit. Because we've been waiting for some other stuff to get announced too. But, you know, we're getting uh, a brand new edition. The fucking cinematic trailer was amazing. Yeah, the movie was fantastic. Like, that was, yeah. that was probably one of the best trailers they've ever made. Oh, definitely, by far. And, I mean, it makes sense because we're going to the end of the... Um, uh, we're going to the end of the Horus Heresy storyline now, which was, what, 50-something books or something. Um, but you know they showed off. Uh, they showed off one model, which was the, uh, no. They showed off a few models. Uh, they did two, show off a new. They, they showed off two models. <laughs> yeah, uh, a beaky with some very good trigger discipline, uh, which is always nice to see because obviously yeah, the, you expect this placement to have a better character, right? Uh, no, no, just the basic uh, beaky. Well, no, no, no. They showed off a uh, a praetor as well. Yeah, yeah, but I'm more interested with a beaky because I love beaky helmets. Oh just... well. <laughs> Yeah, they did show up too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to him in a sec. But uh, the beaky is nice because it's just it's a, it's a nice design. I've always loved those helmets, especially for like stealthy based armies, fast moving armies. It just looks like a whole "I'm fast as fuck boy" type of thing. So like, I, I love it, and it's just great. Obviously, we got the, uh, the 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 Praetor, and he looks like he's hit the gym heavy. He's got a big axe too. This guy's here to take some names for sure. But I think the most important news is that these miniatures are going to be plastic, you know? Yeah, it's that getting confirmation of that is really exciting for Warhammer League. Yeah, like very, very exciting because I think a lot of us were kind of terrified about the idea of, um, you know, resin and yeah, kit bashing. I, and... I did not want resin fantasy. No, no thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Like, uh, because it was just insane. It was just insane. Like, this this is promising. This is very, very promising. And I'm just so happy that we're going to see that. Uh, obviously, we don't have confirmation for Old World, but, I mean, if they're doing it for us, heresy, they're not going to be stupid enough, this, Yeah, right? this, this gives hope. This gives a distinct amount of hope. Yeah. Opium, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I must admit I was fucking salty uh, during my live reaction on Twitter 
because you know we waited uh we've been uh, whammer old world got announced three years ago and still nothing uh, to be fair to be fair like the horus heresy new edition leaked like a year ago two years yeah. ago <laughs> like it leaked like a super long time ago i don't remember yeah and i'm glad it's out of the way yeah like, uh, i'd rather get them out of the way so we can have our time to ourselves you know yeah, it's it's likely for those waiting for the return of Warhammer Fantasy, we're gonna have to wait until next year, I think, because they do an edition uh, between each other. So uh, they're not gonna do Horus Heresy and then Old World and then potentially cut their profits because GW doesn't seem to realize that we can play multiple settings, or some of us are only interested in one setting. Because yes, yeah, because Horus Heresy is definitely gonna be the summer summer game, uh, the big yeah. the big summer release. Yeah, but uh, uh, they've already announced stuff, which is like, kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I've essentially in my head got like a six-ish, like three to six month timer, once they actually show us a Warhammer real world mini. They still haven't yeah. done yet. Yeah, we know that the Horus Heresy box will be seen by people in May, uh, because they confirmed that they're going to do an event in Warhammer World, and they've invited some old. Uh, some Horus Heresy content creators to take part to, which is actually really interesting because uh, GW working with content creators, that's a bit strange, you know? Call us. Yeah, call us for <laughs> <a while. laughs> Please. Call us. We'll, we'll, we'll go. <laughs> when Warhammer Fantasy, yeah, we'll, we'll show up. I'll dance, man. I'll dance with a coconut bra and everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's obviously quite exciting. It's nice to see that some... Uh, some Horus Heresy content creators are getting some love, which I think is well-deserved because Horus Heresy has been in that state where it was left on quiet for a lot. So it, it's it's nice that they're getting some some love. Uh, I'm excited. I can't wait for May. I unfortunately can't travel to the UK during that time, which is a bit of a shame, but I'm excited to see what comes of it because they're going to reveal the box there apparently and they're going to let people paint a miniature early. And keep the model too, which I think is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Uh, today on the Forge World website, a bunch of tanks went on last chance to buy. So that looks like it's going to go into a plastic iteration, which I think is quite good. Well, at least I hope. I really hope. I don't want to work with resin miniatures anymore. I get why they do it, but holy crap, man! I've done one, and I feel like. That that was enough. <laughs> that, that was that was as much as I'm willing to do. <laughs> a, a few days ago, I built up the uh, Marienburg landship, right? Uh, and I really thought that I was going to have some sort of mental breakdown. Like it, it's, it's so <laughs> bastardy to yeah. just glue together, and holy crap, <laughs> they're like just... resistant to glue. It's so bad. So bad, man. I, was like, I, I when I finished, I, I, I just got up. And I was like, I, I'm gonna cry, man. I'm just gonna cry. Uh <laughs> when I when I put my Morn Gold together, um, I got to the part where I like had to get it, where like the whole model was like standing up on one arm, and like that part was just oh, fucking agony, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. It, it it's a great miniature, but it does have its issues there. But this is great, man. I mean. Like I am super excited. 
I might even play Horus Heresy because if uh, I wonder how they're going to keep it because Horus Heresy kept on seventh edition forty k style rules, which I quite liked. But they're probably going to try and update it to make it a bit more streamlined. We'll have to see. That'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously we did have uh, for the final thing with Adepticon was uh, that small video where they showed off. I want to say a demon prince. Um, my heart wants to say Angron, but I know yeah, it's that not would be Angron. that'd be something. <laughs> that'd be something. Mm -hmm. But it definitely was a flash of uh, very quick flash of images. Yeah, like uh, it, 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 it could be an updated demon prince, couldn't it? it, it I mean, it could. I, it, it'd be kind of weird to not have like a whole thing dedicated to that, but it'd be kind of hilarious. I mean, mm. I, I, people are dying for a new demon, a primarch of any kind, demon or regular. <laughs> a lot of people just want to want a new toy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 exciting. I, I'm just happy two wounds, man, because like I I play um I play Empress Children and I also play a little bit of uh, Black Legion, so it's it's nice to have a bit of um hope i mean we don't know when it's coming it's just like at this point two wounds so important holy crap i wanted to cry but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah i'm sure i'm sure turn will be happy for his death guard um but uh yeah exciting times I, I pretty much everybody got something like the only update we didn't get that we would have liked was something on worm of the old but uh, yeah. i do hope we get a new article soon uh, with like an update to the map at least more parts of grand cafe that we've already seen <laughs> i know they're like let's do the let's do the grand cafe one it's like oh we're gonna show cafe and we're like only like 85 percent of like i think 10 percent of it was new <laughs> yeah it was like look there's you on bow and that's all you get yeah bastards <laughs> It is what are you really hiding? Strange. What are you hiding down there? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's the thing, right? So when it comes to that last article, they said that they weren't going to show us more because of something, right? And it's like, if you go down to South, there's Ind. And I know that you guys have been working on Ind at this my, point. My money, it, is, my money is actually that, like, and I totally believe, but uh, I also feel like they probably have, like, the Monkey King already annotated on there since they probably did yeah. they all at once. And, like, yeah. for some reason, they're, like, keeping his name a secret and, like, keeping a lot about him a secret for right now. So, hmm. maybe, like, I, I almost think that the, the Monkey King, what they were trying to hide. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be uh, it would be very GW if they decided, fuck it, let's just call him Sun Wukong. Because uh, that's what they do. That's what everybody but... does, though. Like, it's such a trope in video games to have the Monkey King and call him Sun Wukong. Like... Yeah, League of Legends freaking did that. Yeah, <laughs> like ton, tons of games do that. Yeah, but it's it's exciting. I I still think that they should have shown us like Estalia, Talia, and all that. But I guess it makes sense with cross promotion and all that. Uh, it's it's about time the GW are learning how to cross promote. Um, <laughs> it's a forty year old company or even more, and uh, <laughs> they've only just figured. Oh, you know, if we promote with video games, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they're they're still pretty new to the playing nice with others game. <laughs> After many years yeah. of just like crushing everyone that got too close, yeah. But um, I don't know. Uh, what, what what's your theory on the next update then from from G Dubs? Um, 
I think I think it depends on when it happens. If it's like mm. soon, like in the next month or two, then I think it's probably gonna be something like um uh the dwarfs. I think the dwarfs are very likely to get a, a big update. Yeah. Um, if it is, uh, my my money would be on the dwarfs because they they've kind of yeah. been like between a lot of the realms that we've seen. We haven't got a specific thing on them. Yeah. Um, if it's if it's like this summer, um, so like a, a few months away, I actually think it's gonna be the Darklands, and they're mm. gonna time it with the Chaos Dwarf announcement for total. Warfare. Yeah. I think that would make the most sense because uh, the average, because uh, I had a massive rant on it, is that they they release an article uh, on average now from three to five months. So we've already had one. Uh, when did that come out? I think uh, it was actually. like last month. It was after the Warhammer 3 released. Yeah, let me just switch here. Uh, yeah, the day after, literally the day after. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, if we give it like three to five months, that will put us in. Well, three at the minimum is June. Uh, so yeah, it could either be Darklands if we end up getting Chaos Dwarfs. Oh, when we get Chaos yeah. Dwarfs, because I mean, like... the, the iron is so hot right now for Chaos Dwarfs, is that like they are. The only like they're the race that's gonna bridge what they've shown so far in the Empire and Kislev to Grand Cathay. And yeah. they are also or at least closer to Cathay. Who knows? Maybe we'll get ogres. But uh, uh soon. But um they also have been really heavily building up to the Chaos Dwarfs in uh, Age of Sigmar. Like to a, just a stupid extent. Yeah. Um like, well, like the Orc Warlands book had like a good number of hints, but like the mm -hmm. new Fire Slayer book has a ton of Chaos Dwarf shit in it. Yeah. Like it just it just openly talks about them. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they do. My theory is that we're gonna be those are the miniatures that we'll be using. Uh, which is gonna be weird because the sizing in Age of Sigma is a bit bigger. I don't think it'll uh, be too bad. Yeah, because like they'll have to fit on the uh on the stuff. I, I can't wait. Like, if, if, you know, like, perfect world, right? And this is me going completely hoping, and I know it's never going to happen and all that bullshit, but it would be really nice if it's the same miniatures and they're backward compatible with G-Dub saying, by the way, they're going to be usable in Old World. You know, I would honestly be shocked if they didn't at this point, but I don't know. It's 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 very stupid marketing on their point. You know they they they, they don't they don't think ahead. Because that would but just like, make me want to buy more of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like like. Exactly. Like I would buy a shit ton of them, and uh, that that would make like that, that. How many people like in chat, right? Uh, in both our chats, would you if you end up playing Warhammer the Old World, would you play Chaos Dwarves? And to be fair for anyone listening, uh, not every model would probably cross over. Like, there would probably be some models, like special characters would probably be exclusive to one or the other. And there might be some Chaos Dwarf minis in Age of Sigmar that just don't make sense in fantasy. And they would just be like, these are AOS exclusive. They got, like, crazy technology or something. Yeah. <laughs> Squats Infinite, how you doing, man? <laughs> I think it would be cool. I think that uh, if we end up getting that... 
Like a, a lot of people, I've got some people saying yes and all that. Someone saying Koresh. I've, I've, got, I've got a good, good number. <laughs> I mean, it would be freaking cool because that would then more or less be the models that we're expecting for, uh, well, it would probably be announced around the same time. But if it gets announced earlier, that would be the models that we're expecting for uh, the DLC. Because I think that they're probably going to do a bit of a visual, a visual redesign um, for the Chaos Dwarves because we have two different sets. For Warhammer Fantasy, obviously we got big hats and then we've got uh, the more industrial ones. I think they're going to try and combine both. Yeah, I, I imagine they'll try and find like a happy medium. Yeah. I mean, it would be fucking cool. I, 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 I would love... Uh, I just want... like I want them in Total War. I want them in freaking tabletop. Uh, I don't want to paint resin. I don't want to paint metal. Um, yeah, plastic. <laughs> I mean, give yeah. Me my, give me my world destroying plastic, please. <laughs> Dreadquake and plastic would just be wonderful. So good. But, like, you never know. You never know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, your theory does have make sense. Like, if anything, it's either going to be um, dwarfs that they've been teasing, it's either going to be Chaos Dwarfs, or it's going to be uh, Ogre Kingdoms. Yeah. Unless they just throw us a ball pack and go, like, oh, by the way, here are the. Halflings. <laughs> nah, hey, yeah, they could. That, that would be so stupid. They're like they're hyper zoomed in on the moot, and it's like that's all you get. See you in three months. <laughs> it's like you bastards. You've got chicken riders, pig riders, and uh, you get to throw guinea pigs at people, right? <laughs> throw guinea pigs. Exploding guinea pigs. Come on, think about that it. That sounds <laughs> awful for everyone involved. <laughs> Just shrieking guinea pigs that explode. <laughs> it's like <laughs> ammunition that's probably more traumatizing to the person that uses it than the person that's hit by it. Um, in any event, uh, that that's uh that's pretty much everything I think. Uh, big that's been going down lately. Um, I don't really have too much else. Uh, unless there's something specific that's popping into your mind. Uh... Actually, yeah. Uh, so, uh, we've, we've both had enough time now with Up in Arms, right? Oh, yeah, I guess, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it's nice to see Mamidia getting such love from that. Uh, I think it was really, really interesting that, um, obviously, it's a god that didn't really get a lot of attention. I'm still thinking, like, the more I read into it, and we discussed this last time, but the more I read into it, I'm like, Dogs of War book. New one. Now, please. You know? Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree. I, Up in Arms, to me, feels like... It almost feels like... Well, the, the weird thing about Up in Arms is it almost feels like like a Talea book. So yeah. obviously, obviously, Myrmidia is like this big branching point between Talia and Astalia. And honestly, reading the book and like when you read through her lore, she fundamentally to me feels more like she belongs to Astalia more than she belongs to Talia, um, by a little bit. But um, the book does give me massive, massive strength in the thought that we will at least get a Dogs of War faction if not just an outright Talia fact. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, the more I read into it, and it's cool, like, because like the the uh, the warrior priest from Mamilia is very stylized and very different. 
I quite liked her armor set. I thought she was really cool looking. Um, I, I thought it was really, really interesting. They, um, a lot of people don't seem to realize, um, and I'm, I'm going to say it here in the chat for everyone. A lot of stuff which happens in the, like, as a lot of people see it as different settings, right? And yeah, that's perfectly fine. It kind of is. But they do seem to be kind of linked because um, we've got a new law on, like, a lot of stuff early in the Warhammer Fantasy roleplay books, which then kind of shows in some way, shape, or form in, say, for example, Total War. Yeah, it's happened multiple times. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, a, a, a pattern recognizable number of times. <laughs> yeah. And, like, because, uh, like, we had the new Cathayan law there, uh, which was... Uh, yep, that was where we first heard about new Cathay. Yeah, and uh, th th it's happened with loads of different things. Uh, so it's like, it's definitely, it is way too much of a fucking coincidence. That or, like, I I'm just reaching out here at this point and just grabbing whatever, but, like, it no, feels I, like I, way too like, much I of a think, I think there's definitely a connection there, too. Um, mm. But, um, you know, have to wait and see. Yeah, it's just like, I, I just honestly can't wait. Like, this feels... The, the book itself, I know you said it was mostly uh, Talia, and I thought it was kind of like establishing the god more than anything. Uh, uh, that's a good way to put it. I mean, we, we do get the history of Talia. Um, yeah. Which is nice, and, like, we get some... You know, uh, most of it is basically just the old lore. Like, the lore was is fairly similar to its second edition. There, were, there was a couple updates here and there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It, it definitely is much more of a... Mermidia book, but because Mermidia is like, uh, I think the best way to put it would be that because the Knights of the Blazing Sun have a really big Mermidia thing and they travel to Talea as their like home, um, mm. for their like that's where their like Temple of Mermidia is. Yeah, that's why we get all that information. Uh, yeah. but we do get a pretty extensive amount of info on Talea and its different city culture. Exactly. Like, there's, uh, there's a lot of potential. I mean, I'm still holding out hope. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm holding out hope. It's, it's the thing with Dogs of War being so interesting. I still want it to be, like, separated. I, I want, like, you know, Renaissance-slash-Roman-style Tilians and uh, Conquistador uh, Estallians and shit like that because I think it would be really cool if they finally got separated into their own thing uh, just to give them a bit of love. I don't know. It's like, because a lot of people, I, I've been having this conversation with people with Dogs of War, right? Because uh, I like to theorycraft with, with my viewers and all that. And I, I, I'm still thinking, like, if we get Dogs of War for Warhammer 3, I'm still thinking it's going to be some sort of, like, horde faction very similar to that of uh, Memnon uh, in Troy, which I know you've probably not played yet. <laughs> Yeah, you see? Uh, but, like, he had a really fun uh, mechanic, which I thought was really interesting, because it was a map with, with separate countries, and you recruited units from those countries, which I thought was fucking cool. Yeah, that could definitely work. And, like, because it's, it's one of those things. I know a lot of people are telling me, just stop feeling hopeful for Dogs of War, stop feeling hopeful, you know, dragging the dead horse. Mind if you, you a lot of us... you hopeful for Dogs of War, then what, why, why do you come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you even doing here? Yeah, because like those are the same people who are like, "Oh yeah, you stop to stop thinking helpful, hopeful for cafe." And yeah, those are the, those are the people that bitched at me when we 
did the whole campaign to beg CA for or, uh, GW for Cathay, and everyone's like, "You're just, you're, you're taking over this poll and ruining it." And blah, 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 blah. it's like, I remember, uh, like there was uh, that company, NetEase. NetEase was it? Yeah, the mobile company. They they they, they accidentally confirmed Cathay once. I did a video, right? This oh, was months yeah. prior. And I had people like outright DMing me, like insulting me, going, Cafe's not coming. It's like, think what you want, dude. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to come back to this comment and say, I told you so. And you know what I did? <laughs> like, I, I, I am a petty little bastard. Yeah, but, I, did, uh, I, did, I did the exact same thing with Boris. <laughs> like, I literally had like a written list of names. And Boris got announced. I came on stream and like read down the list of names. It was like, all these people were wrong. Um, but yeah, <laughs> not being uh, petty, it's being I don't know. Uh, well, get, uh, come back to me on that one. <laughs> th there's only so many times that someone can tell you you're wrong, and you're like, Ah, I'm not wrong, man. Like, listen, I'm losing in many aspects of my life, I gotta take my wins where I get them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let, let me have this. <laughs> oh, god, yeah, that. that... I feel that. I honestly feel that. <laughs> I honestly feel that. But uh, no, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I mean, we, none of us expected uh, Koresh Law getting updated. None of us expecting anything. Hell, I wasn't expecting... Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't expecting Cafe to come out. I, as I, a... still, I still have days where, like, Cathay... I, like, look at Cathay and I'm like, what the... What timeline is this? <laughs> yeah. I was expecting it to like. I was expecting it to come, but I was expecting it to be a DLC. Like, yeah, it's just weird. But uh, I'm happy it'll be proven wrong. They look great, and I'm I'm looking forward to paint the miniatures eventually. Uh, it was just very strange, just very very strange. All right, we need to call it because I got to go do stuff. But, yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, hope you all had a good time and uh, enjoyed listening. Apologies that there's no who would win today, but unfortunately we're out of time. Yeah. Um, Nathan, you got anything big coming up over the next week or so you want the people to know about? Uh, I am going to try and get my schedule sorted for Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Great Book of Grudges uh, because everything just everything's dying for me at the moment let me just <laughs> get back to a schedule but i promise everything will be back to normal and uh if everything goes well next week we will be recording finally because we've done the testing the first official bow report oh that'll be exciting there's been a lot of testing i slammed my head into the wall a few times punched the wall a few times too uh, is this a video or a live stream uh, it will be videos, but like we had okay. to experiment because I wanted it to be uh, a lot of battle reports, like two hours, right? And I wanted I wanted to be like comfortably within forty to uh, forty to sixty minutes, uh, just to be able to have everything, but not be throwing too much out with loads of different stuff. No, I, am, I am I am curious to see what <laughs> how that's gonna work. I'm really I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, it will go well. Uh, we've tested, we've tested. My poor friend. Uh, Kieran, if you're listening, I am so sorry. <laughs> but uh, but we're quite excited. We're quite excited. What about you? Uh, I've got a couple of big things coming up. Uh, later today, uh, I'm going to be doing my first... Well, maybe not technically my first, but 
Uh, my first sponsored stream, which will be interesting. It's probably going to be in about two or three hours. So if you want to help support me, uh, feel free to pop by www.twitch.tv slash loremasterofsotech or keep an eye on my Twitter or Discord for when I go live because uh, I would appreciate support on that uh, so I can make some muns. Um, and I am very excited to announce that my engine of the gods has arrived. So my new PC is here. Nice. Uh, it is still in its box. Uh, I am probably going to unbox it and start setting it up tonight. Uh, but I'm super duper excited. It is a stupidly expensive and stupidly powerful machine. Um, and I even bought a brand new microphone. I've got a new mouse coming in. Uh, lots of just new stuff. So, awesome. uh, it's going to be a stressful days getting all that set up and hopefully not break anything. But uh, hmm. and I've got to like move all this shit out and just there's just stuff, so much stuff to do. <laughs> but um, it is what it is. Anyway, thank you all again for watching. Uh, we will see you next time. Just a reminder: there will not be an episode of Lorebeards on Sunday because um, there's other stuff going on. Um, we will be uh, maybe an episode sometime during the week next week and. Uh, Worst case scenario, we'll see you Monday after that. Yeah. So uh, thank you all again for watching, and I'm going to turn off the recording now. Goodbye. See you, everyone. You have a great day.